back, everybody, to your creativity. It's Dylan, and I'm here with a longtime friend, collaborator, client, everything, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> with people you've known for such a long time, it's hard to jump, know where to jump in to have conversations. Bearing the lead, uh, Teresa Flowers. She's an amazing photographer. Her hometown, Salt Lake, but she also does a lot more stuff. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So happy to see you. It's happy to see you too. And to be in my hometown. It feels so great to be here. And what drove you here is those horrible fires on the West Coast because you've been living in Portland. That's right. I've been living in Portland for three years now. And it's basically on fire over there. The air got really, really bad and I just I couldn't hang. I thought I could, but... Everything inside of me said to get out. So I took a very dangerous drive and <laughs> I made it here alive, thankfully. And Salt Lake was your first choice or were, were there other choices of places well, to go? you know, I probably would have considered going to Los Angeles um, just because of, you know, the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also in fire around there and the <laughs> air is also not great there. And I just couldn't really take the risk of driving somewhere and not having great air just of the way because of the way I was feeling and well, yeah coming here and was, you've got a community here yeah you know I forget sometimes when I get here and I'm just like I'm just so overwhelmed with so much love and support I just feel like the the city just opens up its arms and just hugs me you know and there's nothing like having friends for 10, 20, 30 years, you know, being in Portland, I've been there for three years. I do have, you know, some great friends there, but just the history that I have here is, there's nothing can really replace that. So I met you during your sleep pictures days. I came That's in right. as an intern. Yay. Earning, <laughs> earning my stripes, doing design for That's, free. <laughs> That's right. And you did a great job and we did a lot of really awesome stuff. So what, what happened? and up to sleep pictures because I a lot of that past I've not I've, you know read things that I'm not sure okay so you uh, want like a pre-sleep pictures yeah okay so I was really into photography and I had a gallery in downtown Salt Lake um I did the women's art center um I just was really active in the community I had a radio show um at Utah FM I had um you know one of the best radio stations on um radio shows on that station according to city weekly which was really awesome and a great way to express myself and do what i do best which is collaborate and bring community and create community and it was a good way to kind of pivot a little bit from um you know my day-to-day -day of being an artist and a mutual friend of ours had a show on there at the same time are you talking about chris hannah chris hannah you knew yeah. him mm -hmm. wow um, in high school <gasps> you did and oh also at media play he did all the the early days of media play he did all the artwork oh you're gonna make me cry <laughs> i was just had lunch with one of his best buds and we were talking about him and i really feel like he's a little bit of an angel for me he's like an art angel and i know he's a real big angel for his bestie who i just had lunch with but yeah i think about him often i just he was a huge supporter of me and known him you know i knew him since college so yeah dear friend of mine very amazing guy 
so amazing. It was a huge loss when he left. Just so many people, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he, for those of you who don't know him, who's listening, <laughs> he um, was an amazing artist, designer, and one of my best guy friends. And we lived together for quite some time. And he, he passed on from cancer probably about eight or nine, gosh, yeah. maybe even 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, at least eight years ago. Oh. And I didn't know about the the thing till the day of, and I, I couldn't make it down there. Yeah. Um, bless his soul. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Way to bring it down. <laughs> so a radio show, what what did you do after that? And you, you won many awards around Salt Lake, like the Mayor's Award and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, for yeah. Thanks artwork. for the reminder. Yeah. <laughs> I won the Mayor's Artist Award in Visual Art. That was uh, obviously a huge honor. And, you know, I was, I have to say, I, I worked, I worked really hard in this community to just create some really awesome stuff here. So it was great to be acknowledged like that. Another thing that I've loved that you've been doing is teaching classes. You teach kids, adults, and you've got a nude uh, shoot kind of teaching thing coming up. Tell us about teaching. Yeah. So I've been teaching for, geez, I don't want to tell you I'll give away my age. Just kidding. Okay, whatever. She's rounding down with these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I have been teaching for over 20 years, probably 25 years. It's one of my life's passion passions and I believe a part of my purpose. Um, I have taught anyone, everyone. I've taught teachers how to teach outside of the box. I've teach homeless people, children, blind people how to do photography. I've taught people with AIDS and HIV. I've like I've done it all. It's it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and I have a mentorship program that I am cultivating. Um, and it is fashion, photography, and styling. And so at the end of the mentorship, you can get a certification in either fashion photography or styling. So nice. I've been been working on that. Um, yeah, and I taught at UVU when I lived here, which was one of my favorite, favorite jobs I've ever had. It was just so great it's a great community out there beautiful school too oh yeah and just everyone who works out there is just amazing all the and i just have you know i've made so many connections from uvu from teaching there um but i've also you know i've lectured at santa monica college i've lectured pretty much at every school here in utah um throughout my years um and now I basically do a lot of independent stuff. So, um, but this weekend I have a nude photography workshop coming up in the gorge. Um, we had to put it, push it back a week just because of the air quality and whatnot. But I'm looking forward to share my lifelong passion and purpose with some budding photographers, and not just budding photographers. There's going to be a lot of actually really well-known photographers there too. So, um, but yeah, it's. It's going to be really fun, and it's just so beautiful there. It's going to be really very eye-catching. Eye so. Yeah, follow her on Instagram. She's, she shows beautiful landscapes all the time. Thank you. Yeah. Running around here and up, up in Portland. Thank you. Yeah, you can find me at Teresa Flowers, and there's also at Teresa Flowers Photography. Anyways, if you put in my name, T-E-R-E-S-A, <laughs> you will find all sorts of Instagrams to, to kill some time with. So... <laughs> You've also got a few other ones, Alien Mermaid, Alien Mermaid Cove, Cove. Yeah. Altered States. That's right. Busy girl. Yeah, do you want me to talk a little bit oh, about that? Totally. Or are you going to get to that? No. 
Okay. Jump into it. It's very fluid. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. So Alien Mermaid Cove is, um, it's my company that, it's, well, right now we have a store um, on Alberta Street in Portland, and I have been cultivating this for about three years. I've been working as a stylist for 20 plus years. Fashion has been one of my lo- lifelong passions, and um I basically have been collecting all these clothes and I started an online shop called Alien Mermaid Cove. So a lot of the clothes were either discarded or donated to the cause because a portion of the proceeds go to marginalized individuals to take art classes, which is also one of my lifelong passions is to give back to the arts and to support artists because I know how hard it is, gosh, especially right now in the world. Um, and then Altered States is basically discarded clothing. Pe- they either have stains or holes or rips, and nobody wants these clothes. They're going to be going, you know, to our landfills, to clog our oceans, all these things. And I take these clothes and I repurpose them. I alter, cut, crop, <laughs> bleach, <laughs> paint, uh, screen print. Patches. Yeah, um, I do, I do all sorts of things, um, and you can also see that the altered states on my Alien Mermaid Cove website, um, which a portion of those pre- pro- proceeds go to women artist grants. And at the end of the year, we have a show for the women who get awarded the grant. So it's my, uh, yeah, it's one of my callings in life is to help support other artists. And um, I'm pretty excited about this project because I get to utilize like all of my passions which is um you know taking lots of photos we shoot probably at least six times a week with all sorts of amazing models we're very um we're inclusive we like to work with all all sorts of types of people we want everyone to feel welcome when they come to alien mermaid cove um so yeah so i'm shooting i'm styling i'm working with a team i have about uh, on a daily basis probably about uh, 10 interns that i work with who help me build my brand and get to learn and see what it's like to be an artist and have an artist around business and they get to you know contribute and then i get to teach them everything i know um which is what kind of led me to develop the mentorship program because i had about 150 applications for my internships and I realized as I was as we were working I was like sharing all this knowledge all the time and I was like okay we need a bigger space we need actual better equipment you know so it's kind of just like a first step in the process but um it's it's just so great to share all the wisdom that you've you've gained over so long it makes you feel like oh wow I know a lot of stuff and (laughs) You don't. <laughs> so let and the me. The stuff t- I know is useful. <laughs> yes, and I, I know what I'm doing. Yes, it's funny because you know some of my interns. I'm like, oh, like take these pictures. And I look at the pictures. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me help you here. So it's yeah, it's just a it's a really good time and um, yeah, it's it's a good way to learn is to learn with an artist, you know, with the actual one on one and working in the studio and shooting and seeing how it's all done. I think. Right now, you know, the colleges and going to school, it's a really iffy situation, and we're going to have a very small crew of people working every single day, and so by the time they leave, they're able to go work as a professional in a pretty short time. So so you've connected with the colleges up there um, to collaborate? For the internships? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 I no. just, no, I find internships on my own there, but okay. people do come from their college colleges. to get school credit, yes, but I'm not working with any particular college. Okay. 
what kind of collaborations do you have up in Portland, like um, like fellow artists and radio stations and things like that? You know, I'm still building my foundation in Portland. I would love to be obviously have a radio show there, but I'm still kind of working on on those things. But mostly, I collaborate with other creatives. So I work with a lot of models in town and uh, and other photographers where I'm modeling or. Um, they're taking classes or stuff like that. So, and with models around all the time, it's always just great to be around beautiful people. Yes, and you know what? They're not just beautiful, but they're just so freaking awesome and so yeah. sweet. Like every time I work, every time we have a model come in, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. And then we're like, okay, she was even like sweeter than the last model. How's that even possible? They're just like this kind of sweetest people. I'm really good at attracting really amazing kind of people. So. Have you watched Portlandia? I have, just recently. And how, how does it compare? <laughs> it's so hilarious, <laughs> and it's pretty right on, especially when it, like, put a bird on it. Okay, <laughs> like, there's birds on everything. Well, just the art scene there is very put an animal on it. You know, if it doesn't have an animal on it, it's probably not going to sell in Portland. <laughs> I find it a little bit annoying sometimes, but it has, the style has worn off on me a little bit, um, like, you know, the Pacific Northwest, it's really hard to not love trees and animals. I mean, who doesn't love birds, right? So, um, but it can be a little bit crafty and, um, yeah, the art scene is, I'm still kind of figuring it out up there. There's definitely a lot to learn. Um, but I also think it's probably kind of a small scene, you know, you're there, you're the third Portlandier that, is that the right word? Close enough. Sounds good to me. You're the third person (laughs) from Portland that that I've had on the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a cool place. I see why people are drawn to to Portland. Um, I think mostly it's just gorgeous there. I mean, unfortunately, the fires are happening. But just going from, you know, driving from Portland to drive here, it's just so, it's so dry here. You know, obviously, we're in the desert. So Portland is epically green. I mean, all it does is rain there. So, I mean, there's <laughs> a reason why it's green. But that it makes you not so unhappy that it's raining because you realize it leads to just, like, such a beautiful place. It rained this morning here. It's been it's been a while since it has. Whew, what a relief, right? Yeah. And uh, we had a windstorm, was it last week or the week before? And it, just, it took out power all over the place and dug it and blew over tons of trees. It was just... This year's nuts. (laughs) It's totally nuts. And the same thing happened in Portland. We actually got a big, that's what kind of made the fires, I think, worse was the the wind. But I had a a pop-up shop for Alien Mermaid Cove behind my studio. And the wind came in and (laughs) ripped off the roof, which was made out of a tarp. So it wasn't really a roof. But we spent a lot of time putting together this tarp, like, perfectly to fit. And it just, like, ripped right off. But it kind of just prepped me for coming out here and for the rain because I couldn't really keep a pop-up shop outside there yeah when it starts to rain there's no (laughs) way so I'm definitely looking for um I'm looking to expand right now so we'll see how that ends up I was looking at um a retail shop there on Alberta Street but um I don't know it just it wasn't happening like I kept calling and they're like oh we're still thinking about it and then all of a sudden fire and now I'm here so um, I'm kind of just trying to be patient with how it all unfolds. Yeah. Um, I'm actually having a meeting with some people here about p- potentially, who knows? Coming back. Maybe oh. coming back. I might be getting, there might be a way to get some, a retail slash educational space here. 
and I may be able to get either a grant and or some sponsors and or some I'm not sure we'll see how things unfold but basically right now I'm just looking for a place where I can have support for what I love to do and keep creating you know so surviving surviving yeah I'm you know I'm actually really afraid to go back to Portland more just because of what's going to happen there like it already just seems like it's struggling, you know, and now the fires and like one in five have been displaced and like, you know, um, I have a small business and like people aren't buying stuff, then I'm not paying my bills, you know, and that's, that's really hard, but I'm also just being open to things might work out for me there too. You know, it's going to be hard to relocate at this moment, but you know, I'm just, I don't know. There's just something to be said about being surrounded by people who got your back you know when the fires happened there I just I felt really alone you know and that's not a really good way to feel and (laughs) I did feel alone a lot too when I lived in Salt Lake but um you know maybe it's just the nature of being an orphan but (laughs) um I uh yeah I'm I'm looking forward to life being easier for me and being able to give my purpose and be my purpose so and hopefully that day will happen for all of us sometime yes, right, soon. right. Yeah, yeah. Geez, this year, like you said, it's been just a total shit show. Speaking of up in Portland, <laughs> I, keep on bringing, <laughs> I keep on bringing up depressing things. Uh-oh. <laughs> Am I d- doing this podcast thing wrong? <laughs> the riots up there. Um, how how the near you, what's the atmosphere like yeah. that? Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting because I everyone's talking about the riots, you know, and I have personally gone to the protests several times and I haven't experienced that myself because, I don't know, I just happen to be in the peaceful parts, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and, you know, I don't, I personally don't buy into everything that that's on the news. Like, I don't, you know, I kind of try to stay away from what's going on on the news. But yeah, it did get pretty gnarly. I think there, I heard a lot of friends say they got shot by bullets and they got, you know, the pepper spray or whatever, the tear gas, I guess. Um, And yeah, but the people in Portland are diehards, man. They are all about the cause and they're all out just supporting the cause. And then as soon as the fire started, the BLM and, uh, you know, a lot of the people who were supporting that are out helping the people with the fires. So it just goes to show you, they're just, you know, good people trying to make change. And sometimes it takes a lot of persistency. Is that a word? Sure. <laughs> we're invite, in, in, inventing words today. Inventing new words today. <laughs> we are the creatives here. So. <laughs> so you're inspiring people all the time with your teaching and and whatnot Thank you. who inspires you oh my gosh wow that's a great question and am oh I my on gosh the list? everybody yes okay <laughs> absolutely I'm just so inspired by everybody right now it's I find something in everyone to be inspired by but like wow to just name like a few people who inspire me um hmm I'm gonna have to think about that for a minute okay um I think mostly I'm just inspired by people who are just at this moment, just keep going, you know? Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people are in a place where they just kind of are a little bit complete, not complacent, but just kind of like <sighs> not well, doing much, you know, I tend to internalize it a mm. little bit, but I, I try to be positive, but I'm internalizing it mm. at the same time. It's mm. like, 
I don't feel I can I can do anything, but then I you know I have to you know because I've got bills and mm-hmm. a new puppy and Aww. a son and mm-hmm. cutie mm-hmm. a wife that still likes me I think. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, definitely just keep on moving on mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really inspired right now by people who are doing like really personal development work, people who are really like digging deep and like really making change for themselves because I really think that that helps change our world, you know? And so, I mean, I follow like a lot of podcasts and stuff. I'm really into personal development and um, personal growth. Um, so, you know, I have a lot of like mentors and stuff in that arena. Um, and there's a lot of people that I have worked for um, throughout my life, like in LA and stuff like that, who have been mentors to me, um, that have really helped me get to where I am now and cultivate all the skills that I've developed over the years. So tell us about your LA days. I don't, we kind of went dark during that time. So I don't know what you were up to. Well, you know, it was my best life. I have to say, you know, I really went out there just chasing a dream (laughs) and, LA is just such a hustle, especially if you're not like independently wealthy or a trust fund person. Um, you know, it could be very, whew, it's a rough place as an artist because it's really all the best, pe- the, the most talented, the most ambitious people in the world, artists included, um, go out there, you know? So it's a really, it's a place to really be like inspired and pushed and like you really, and for me, I was very, very humbled, you know? I came yeah. from here where I felt like, like I had a really strong voice, you know, and then you go to LA and you're like, I have no voice. Like, <laughs> I'm not a big fish anymore. I'm a fish food. And you know, you, you learn a lot and it, it, I think it deeply humbled me. And I went through a lot of experiences that really kind of shaped, shaped me as an entrepreneur, um, artist, um, and got all worked. I mean, I was producing some of the biggest photo festivals, independent photo festivals and art festivals in the world. So I got to meet some of the most amazing artists and I got to meet some of my all time favorite photographers and, um, which is for me where I really thrive is when I'm surrounded by, you know, people who are in love with the same things I'm in love with, which is music and art. And it's really fun now that I've been gone for, you know, three years now that I see some of my musician friends come through and they're just like making it, you know? So it really is a place where you can, you can really make your dreams happen there. You know, if you are, you just stay to the course. Um, and also I used to surf every day when I was out there, which I deeply miss. I really love the ocean and I really love like the weather there, which I think is why I kept being called back there besides for the art. Cause everyone's <laughs> like, why, why do you like LA? Everyone, it's like people talk about LA and there's just such a, there's such an idea about what it's like out there. And I just, I didn't experience that at all. Like I, first of all, never hung out in Hollywood, you know, I hate <laughs> Hollywood just like everybody else. <laughs> um, and I had just, all my friends were artists and musicians and I lived in a 3000 square foot loft, you know, in downtown, just, just plugging away with my art. Um, and it was just really awesome. It was really hard for me to leave there, but, um, it just felt like it was time, you know? Um, was it a mistake? Uh, potentially, but there's nothing I can do about it now. There's a part of me that wish I really, really would have stayed um, because Portland, I'm not totally sure. Like, you know, we'll see how it all pans out for me there. But um, yeah, it's just a 
completely different culture there. You know, it's very slow. I'm very fast paced. I'm very direct and like outspoken and it's very passive there. And like, I've had guys that I date be like, you're just so direct, you know, I'm just like, well. So you know, I I'd probably fit in there because I'm, I'm fairly passive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's also kind of a Salt Lakey thing too. Yeah. Um, when we are, when you're in a big city, you don't have time to bullshit. You don't have time to, and I think people in LA are also, they kind of know what they want. They're there. They like moved across the world to go like after it and people in poor me I mean I'm totally obviously generalizing but it's very slow pace there like you know I could date a guy and I'm like what are you doing today and they're like I'm gonna walk my dog and I was like cool what else are you gonna do today I'll probably walk my dog later and you're just like <laughs> okay um I smoke weed and drink tea yeah <laughs> which is you know I'm totally on board with that but then I'm then they're like what are you Big doing today drinker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love tea. They're like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, well, I, you know, I have a photo shoot and then I'm doing a podcast and I'm working on my brand with my interns, you know, and they're just like, Whoa. so yeah, it's just a different, it's a different world, you know, it's a different yeah. scene. Um, it's, you know, when I first got there, I was so incredibly astonished with how wide it was there, like how lack of culture there was there. And that like really bummed me out. I was just like, couldn't, take it after at LA because LA oh yeah I lived in downtown LA it's the most vibrant city I mean you could literally wear a banana suit down the road and nobody will say anything and if you wear like too much pink in Portland everyone's like oh my god you're wearing too much pink you know it's very kind of it can I I mean this is my experience but it can be very clicky and very judgy but it's also can be like that here too so and you know anywhere people I'm sure will say that about LA not yeah. totally my experience about LA but you know that's we're all have different experiences. No, too much pink. What's that level? Because I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hit it when I go to Portland just to. Right. Well, when I first moved there, <laughs> pink had had not trended there yet. You know, so and I was wearing like a very like athletic gear. You know, because I came from downtown LA, and so people were just like, "Oh my God, you didn't walk out of Patagonia." You know, it was very judgy and very. It's very natural there, which is great. You know, but I have like you know the lashes and like the blonde hair, so you know it was just you know. It's just different, you know, and yeah. I, I don't know. I, I ended up, I think it has been good for me because I think it's soft, softened me a lot. Cause um, in LA, you kind of have to be hard just to get, you know, just to drive through the city. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone knows that about LA. It's <laughs> like just to, yeah. I mean, I rode my bike. The thing that's crazy though, is I rode my bike like 10 miles a day when I lived in LA. Um, and in Portland, I hardly ever ride my bike, which is strange. You think it'd be the other way around, but it's just because yeah. the weather there but and with the LA traffic you might actually get there faster <laughs> yeah I mean I, you know I like lived and worked in downtown so I just rode my bike everywhere yeah. and it was funny I, I remember when I first moved there I was way into cycling and I would like ride through Skid Row and then up to like a party that would be like in downtown and I would show up with my bike and everyone was like what the hell lady <laughs> like <laughs> How on earth are you riding your bike around here? And I was kind of naive about it, but I, I learned the hard way how to, you know, ride around Skid Row and all that stuff. But yeah, there was definitely some moments where I was scared for my life, but. <laughs> <laughs> we probably talked about this a little bit already. Uh, which situations are most creative for you? Being by yourself and figuring things out, working with people. You've got mm. your team's intern, so I, I would assume. Mm -hmm you know, with the team? I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm, I'm always being creative. I don't yeah. feel like there's a time where I'm not. I mean, even when it comes to just being resourceful, I think is a part of being creative, you know, yeah. like using what you have to 
create something, you know. Um, but probably in my fine art shoots, you know, when I'm going out with my um, my nude models and like having props and being with my team, yeah. But I mean, I'm also I also love to paint on my own and draw and. Um, I love to just get lost in my imagination. <laughs> it's just where a lot of my um, ideas come from. I just, you know, I'm a, I'm a visionary. It's it's part of my purpose. Um, and I'll just get lost in my in my mind and come up with all sorts of stuff. So, and um, the the painting that is part of your goddess uh, photo series and uh, sleep pictures. You created these characters for sleep pictures. Tell that's, us about those. Yeah, that's right. So. You know, over time, so I've always been drawing ever since I was a little girl, and then I started doing photography in high school, and they were very separate for a really long time, um, and then I started kind of like drawing on like magazines, like say there was a picture of Kate Moss, I would draw her into like a crazy alien or something, and um, I think just over time it just developed and developed and developed until I produced um, about 40, 30 by 40 inch albumin prints, which is a process that was invented and I think it's 1855. Um, it's the first commercial photographic process that was ever invented. And I like to think I made the world's largest albumin prints, at least the world's largest series of albumin prints, as far as I They're know. Huge. They're, They're huge, yeah. Um, which, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like it's basically like a brush-on emulsion. It's done in almost complete darkness. Um, and you put a, a negative on top of it. It's a contact print, so the negative has to be as big as the actual print. That means <laughs> I have 30 by 40 negatives and then you put a piece of glass on it you put it in the sun and you can see all the brush marks all the imperfections it makes it so beautiful in such a digital world where nothing's really made by hand anymore well yeah. you know, not nothing but not lots of things <laughs> um and then I paint and draw on top of them um which I feel like the paper since it's like a watercolor like paper it's just really conducive to drawing on I just couldn't help myself you know because yeah. the, the prints are beautiful all on their own but then I just add my weird illustrative psychedelic spiritual pseudo spiritual drawings on top of them and um take you into a completely different world which i realized i'm going to stop trying to live in this world and i'm gonna try to bring y'all into my world so yeah we don't we don't need this world for a little while <laughs> once it's done imploding we'll come back <laughs> yeah join me in my world <laughs> well we've been working on getting something started podcast wise yes. for you it's yes basically at first it was kind of a portland version of this but if you move here we'll be competing no way <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding no way we're gonna be helping each other uplifting each other um and yeah, I mean, I haven't, I ha honestly haven't been thinking much. I, ha I have like the posters. You helped me design all the yeah, posters. The, art, the art's ready. <laughs> for the podcast and everything. It just hasn't happened yet. And I'm just, I'm not really sure why. I think just mostly because like life has been crazy this yeah. year. And I think it's kind of like as much as I want to do everything at once, it really is a one step at a time thing. Um, and I've been really kind of wondering what that looks like because like I really love art, you know, and creativity and I'd love to like interview some of my favorite people in the world. But I, you know, just how we're going to produce that by talking to people over the phone because like I don't know a ton of people in Portland that who I'd really, you know, be 
I still need to, you know, grow my audience there. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'd love to talk to like some of the bigger known female artists in the world, you know, so figure out how to make that sound quality and having the equipment to do that is really what's kind of made it not happen yet. So if there's any sponsors out there that's interested, <laughs> if let me know. any sponsors interested in this podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay. So now we are, <laughs> now we are competing. No, actually, if somebody wants to. <laughs> okay. I run the network. I'm doing a lot of work for free. So <laughs> help me there. <laughs> the help her with her podcast basically, but help me with the network basically <laughs> throw your money at any artist you can see as soon as possible <laughs> exactly that yeah not well we'd love it to be us but everybody you know it's just a really time where not every, where everyone is hurting and yeah. man artists right now it's just it's a really tough time and small businesses i mean literally everyone can be in this in this category and it's you know it's tough well, so we're recording at wise guys it's it's a small business mm-hmm. it's a husband wife who have kids mm. you know it, he's doing this all himself this is not a chain of comedy clubs mm-hmm. so yeah he, he he works hard he's stressed about it but he gotta make it work yeah yeah you know it's really it really brings you up against a lot of stuff so, and it's, it's hard to not have a panic attack pretty much every moment of every day. <laughs> so, yeah. but I guess we all, we're all in it together. So, you know, I really do feel like there are people out there. I mean, when I needed it the most, somebody was helping me, you know? So, um, we just got to remember that we got to stick together. What are some personal regimens you have for yourself when you get in those situations? Me, you know, after the power outage, I, I was going to shave my beard and my hair you know, before that, but after that, it was kind of a cleansing thing. What mm. type of things do you do, you know, to, you know, kind of clear your mind and refocus? I am really into meditation. Um, I do a thing called energy pulls, which is, I actually want to do my, I want to do a whole series of energy pulls and perhaps integrate that into my curriculum when I'm teaching. Um, but basically it's an act of putting out the energy that you want to create in the world and putting it out and realizing that your spirit's far beyond this body. And maybe one day, maybe we can walk them through one at the end of this if you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically pull going out throughout all of the energy of all of the universe and bringing back what you want to you it's like really cool because a a lot of meditation is more like just being in the moment and like quieting your mind you know this is more an act of creativity of like really just like putting it out there and realizing how powerful you are and like that you're just so much bigger than you realize and feeling the energy of the whole universe it's just like it's pretty awesome so I do that um I like to stay active. I love being outside. Nature is my God. So as much as possible, I try to be, basically I try to be nude outside as much as possible. I just love connecting with the natural world. I love, love being in water, um, baths, lakes, ponds, swamps. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Saunas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, love, sauna love looked nice the other day. <laughs> water being outside and being with a select few buds people who will listen to me I can chat with can connect with um and of course being creative um making art all those things I think during you know the first part of the the pandemic I kind of like everyone was just rocked was scared 
wasn't doing anything. I was just kind of taking the time to just not do anything. And then I was like, okay, now I'm getting depressed. And I still need to feel like I have a purpose amongst the craziness. And I just, that's when I decided to do a runway show, work on my business that's been sitting there that I've been wanting to do for three years, you know, and haven't had the time or energy to do it because I've just been, you know, going through the daily grind just to pay bills. So I was like, hey, this is a time where I'm going to, I'm going to start working on my stuff. And that's when Alien Mermaid Cove was getting off the ground. And, you know, it was really fun because I've been talking about Alien Mermaid Cove for years. And then to have people actually standing in my shop and them going, you know, I heard you talking about this a year ago. And now we're standing in your shop. And just to work for something, you know, where you're not, like, sitting around just just thinking about all the things that aren't working and aren't great. And you're yeah. like, no, this all sucks, but what can I do that's going to make this awesome? What's going to make me excited? How am I going to have friends around and create a community? Well, I'm going to have a runway show. We had 12 models. We had all sorts of volunteers and interns helping and you know, doing photo shoots and styling. It was just like, it just helps you get out of the funk, you know? Yeah. Well, that's... What else do you want to talk about? That's pretty much all I had question-wise. Oh, cool. Nice. Let's see what do you have on here. Um, well, yeah, the bonus questions. Let's see. Oh, we did talk about all those. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do I want to talk about? You know what? I just want to tell everyone in Salt Lake how much I love them. Yeah. It's just nice to be here, and thanks for the warm welcome. Um yeah. yeah, you got booked fast. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's happens, and, yeah. and I'm like that in Portland too. Like, yeah. I'm booked out like a month in advance. So, and I think people are just assuming I'm just not doing anything. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm only here for a week, so yeah, I'm gonna get booked. You yeah. know, <laughs> and like, I'm literally trying to fit somebody in between my meeting tonight to go. You know, have a meeting with and stuff. You know, so it's like, yeah, I I like to stay busy. Um, I think it's good for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think it's good also to take time. To, I'm, I'm learning, you know, having your own business and being a creative. You, I think right now my lesson is learning how to be balanced. But since I am in such survival mode and like, you know, I need to pay bills that like, it's hard to just remember that self-care and self-love is a priority. Um, and totally. that's, I, I think that's one been what's been hard throughout my life is I just get so ambitious and so committed and determined that I work, 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 and then I get super burnout and then I just kind of lose it, you know? So I'm really trying to just remember it's a, it's a long game. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, be like a huge success overnight. Things take time. Um, and just to re just to hold that, that vision and that goal and just stay true to the course. Awesome. Bonus questions. What does creativity mean to you? Ooh, tapping into source. Tapping into your intuition. Quieting your mind. Being guided. Um, doing something different. Thinking outside of the box. Changing what you think is who you are. You know, I think we, so many people get caught like in language and words out of who they think they are and it's hard for them just to shift and change you know I think creativity is about just doing something different switching it up thinking differently um moving past your own blocks um but mostly just connecting with God 
Awesome. Who's your favorite Muppet and why? Mm. I'm going to pass on that one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, In the movie of your life, who would you like to play you? Who would I like to play me? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Just the idea of there being a movie about my life would be freaking awesome. Um, And who would be a good person to play me? Wow. Um... I think Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> totally. <laughs> or Drew Barrymore. I used to the people used to say that I looked like Drew Barrymore, but I don't really, you know, I can't think of any some of the young the young actors that would be good to to play me in my youth. Um, but yeah, probably probably Reese. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, our last trip to Disneyland, we were at a place for breakfast or dinner, and. I had to run back outside the building, and Reese was coming in. <laughs> My had, jaw dropped, by the way. <laughs> she, she had a hat on. You know, you could, if I d- didn't know who she was, you know, what, it, it was just like, wow. I I wanted to say something, you know, after the fact, like you do, but it was it was just kind of like, that, that's Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I bet she's so nice in person, too. Yeah, she seems that way. Mm-hmm. Down to earth. A, mm-hmm. a southern girl, I, I believe. She's so talented. I think what why is just like she kind of has that bubbly personality that yeah. I I used to have that a lot more when I was younger. When I was just bubbly and kind of outgoing, slightly obnoxious, but like fun, you know. And I'm I'm pretty magnetic. Like I can draw people in, and I think she kind of has that that light about her where she just you just yeah she just has a light. So totally. Now, did you want to take us through that meditation thing <gasps> to close it out? Yes, I do. Okay, what do I do? I close okay. my eyes. Do I lay on the floor? Yeah. Okay. Do so I you have don't... to take off my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> take off all your clothes. Go into nature. No. <laughs> so just take a deep breath. Okay. Drop into your body. Say thank you to your body for all the things that it does on a daily basis that you just don't acknowledge it for. Take another deep breath and feel the energy now of your body. Feel how strong it is. Take another deep breath now and feel the energy outside of your body. Good. Now take a deep breath and feel the energy cord from the sun coming through the top of your head, down through the core, down into the center of the earth. Take another deep breath. Mm, feel the potent energy of the earth and how much it wants to contribute to you every single day. It just loves you so much and it doesn't judge you at all. And it just every step you take, it's got you. Feel that kind of support that it has for you. Good. Take another deep breath. Now feel the energy outside your body expanding into the room. Good. Now your energy is filling up the room. Now it's filling up the building you're in. Now it's filling up the block that you're on. That's how big your energy is. It's so powerful. Now feel it filling up your whole town, your energy. It has no limits. It has no bounds. Now feel it filling up your whole state, the whole West, the whole country, the whole world. Feel your energy. It's so big and bright. And now go out even farther than that, twice as far as that, out into the universe. 
Now go even expand even farther than that, out into the outer limits as far as you can think. And now even go farther than you can think of that and feel your energy, how expansive you are. Good. Now stop right in front of you and this ball that you're holding is what you want to create in your life. What is that? Do you want love? Do you want kids? Do you want a successful business? Do you want a home for your family? Do you want to help with the people in the fires? What do you want to contribute? What do you want your world to look like? Breathe deep into that vision that you have for yourself, for your world. Take big, deep breath now and feel your energy now in the multiverses. And bring these little trickles throughout all of time and space and bring it all right back into the ball and into your body and out back into the world. So all these little, little voices, these little strings are making this happen for you right now. Take another deep breath and just feel that. Be in the energy of your future. What does that feel like? Who are you? What kind of a person do you need to be to create that in the world? Good. Take another deep breath. Good. Now send out all those trickles now right back out and let all those people find you. Let all those experiences find you. Let all the money come to you that you need to create your dreams and your purpose. And now just open up your eyes and know that you are that. You can breathe that in every second and you don't even need to think about this meditation anymore it's just doing that automatically wow that worked (laughs) (laughs) yes yes it's working yeah it's working that's for sure so i try to do that at least once a day if i can and i feel like it really brings things to you you know It's really the universe. I really believe the universe wants you to have all the things you want to have. You just got to get out of your own way. And that looks like working on your blocks and trying to better yourself, do better, breaking boundaries and knowing that you deserve it. Everyone, everyone deserves to have all the things that they want. Um, And being open to receiving. I think that meditation just reminds you how big you are and opens you up, brings your barriers down so you can receive what the gifts that universe is just waiting to give you. Because yeah, it's so easy to think about how, you know, how small you yeah. are compared to everything, but it's like you have, compl- you know, you have complete control of what you do and where you go, so embrace it. Yeah, and a part, so I study manifestation, and a part of manifesting is stepping in to that energy. I think you know, you're like, okay, so for me, I want to have a very successful business. So what kind of a person does have a successful business? You know, oh, a hardworking person who doesn't give up, who, you know, oh, so I feel what it feels like to also be that person who is supported. There's people buying your stuff. There's people who want to sponsor with you. Like, how good does that feel? So just feel good like that. And that's the energy. That's the vibration that brings that stuff to you. At least I believe. So, and just being able to tap into that energy. And then when you see everyone, like you get to share that with them and they get to share that with you. And, you know, you get to realize that we're all connected. I think that's the thing about that meditation is you realize, oh, we're all connected. 
I'm not just a part like, yeah, we're in this body, this vessel right now. It's like a car we're in for this world, this drive, you know, (laughs) but our energy is so expansive. It has no limits, you know, and dropping into that energy is really like the source of creativity. So um, I try to try to do that as much as possible to remember (laughs) like, yeah, life kind of sucks right now, but there's just like a greater purpose and a greater cause. So where can people check out your stuff? Website? Yeah. Your so dozen of Instagrams. <laughs> you can find my um, my fine artwork and my commercial photography work at TeresaFlowers.com. And you can find a lot of links there that will lead you to a lot of places. Um, Alien Mermaid Cove is my clothing company. Um, we It's a, a sustainable lifestyle store. Um, and you can also buy online from anywhere in the world. Um, and I do, you know, I do wedding photography. So I've got flowersanddiamonds.com for my wedding photography. And then on Instagram, there's Teresa Flowers, uh, Teresa Flowers Photography, at Sleep Pictures, which is Sleep Pictures 1P, um, which was the name was from the gorilla who worked with Jane. And one day it said that it had sleep pictures in sign language because it didn't have the word dreams. And they realized that we weren't the only ones who dream. It was like, a bigger thing than they had realized i thought that was really cool because wow. my work is very yeah. dreamy and imaginative and creative um then you know uh let's see altered states which is my in-house brand which is all the clothes that i make um you can find that on instagram and that's you can also find all that stuff on aliennermaidcove.com so well thank you for coming on and catching up of course thank you so much for having me it's so great to see you great to see you too Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. The podcast is done, man. <laughs>